0: All right. Quiet! Ladies, gentlemen, geeks of all ages, you are now entering BJ Shea's Geek Nation. Welcome. Yes, welcome to BJ Shea's Geek Nation. I am the Reverend Infuego. Across from me is Vicky Barcelona. Hi! Oops. Oh, hold on.
1: Hi! Hey, there we go! <laughs> Sorry
0: about that. Turn off your microphone. Yes.
1: Fine, I see how it is.
0: Over there, you just heard him. That's BJ Shea. Hey! Wait, my mic's on. Yes, yeah, yeah. so your mic is on. That's better! Okay. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and running the boards is Joey D's. You can't hear him because he's off mic. No, actually, he's on assignment. On assignment. <laughs> on today's show, we will get comic book recommendations from Scott at Comics Dungeon. You will also get some comic book reviews from Mr. BJ Shea. So have yeah. those ready. We will talk about a comic book movie that has a trailer involving Mr. Vin Diesel. Yep. And some other comic book movie news because we have a Commissioner Gordon for The Batman. Whoa. Wow. Oh. Oh, you need so Robert Pattinson Batman? Batman? Yes, Robert Battenson's
2: Batman. Uh, okay, Battenson's <laughs> Batman. <laughs> it's Jonah Hill. Also, I have a little rant
0: oh, comic book style. Too, interesting. Going to do. Of course, we've also got the Geek Sheet with Vicki B. Vicky, how can people get a hold of us? Can get a hold of us via our website, .com. It's going to have our podcast plugs and more. more. more.
1: Just. BJ Geek Nation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Radio.com, and iTunes if you want to find
0: us. Yes, exactly. And let's get right into it because it is comic book day, and with that, we get our comic book recommendations from Scott over at Comics Dungeon. Scott from Comics Dungeon joins us, and if you want more information about what Comics Dungeon does or what they're all about, well, it's really simple. You can find them on Facebook, on all social media, but you can also go to ComicsDungeon.com, and Scott, you are a person that we turn... To many, many, many times for your comic book recommendations. So, what do you have for us this week?
3: Well, I'm 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 in kind of a horror mood, so I picked up this uh, title from Boom called "Something Is Killing the Children." Whoa, (laughs) yeah, right. Happy, happy thought. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) And and the story starts off with this, um, you know, sleepover, and you know, they're doing their typical uh, truth or dare type. uh, Game oh yeah, as you do, yeah <laughs> you do and, and 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 one of the kids uh you know hey truth, okay, well, what's the scariest thing you've ever seen, and he tells them a story, and it kind of freaks everybody out it's it wasn't real, but it was his uh, a dream of his and uh and he felt guilty for doing that, and then the scene cuts away, and then all of a sudden we see him talking to a therapist or a counselor and uh He's just like really bothered and upset. and We discover that all of his friends were horribly, horribly killed. Whoa! Um, and and he was the only one that survived. So some people are going, "Well, he's the weirdo. Did he kill him?" And oh, geez. and and all of that. So just absolutely. Sad and unfortunate.
0: <laughs> yes. And it seems like it would be a super creepy I mean, it's the it's the right time for that. I mean, you know, Halloween has just passed but at that same point people want to keep with that spooky vibe. So this seems to scratch that itch for you.
3: Absolutely, it has a little. Yeah, exactly. It has kind of the Children of the Corn. It has oh, that, geez. you know, <laughs> hack and slash. It has kind of a a, a, a vampire like or monster slayer, a badass uh, 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 female character as well. So it's nice. got it all.
0: That sounds pretty friggin' awesome, right there. Now, moving on from this, this is something I didn't realize that did. Did Kitty Pride turn into a pirate? Like, what's going on, man? <laughs>
3: Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, Kitty Pride is 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 the star or the leader of the of a new uh, mutant team called the Marauders, and um, it turns out, you know, with all of the stuff that we just went through with uh, the Island of Krakoa and and all of that, through the House of X and Powers of Ten and all of that, that uh, Krakoa won't let her come to the island. She is blocked from using the transport gates. What? Why? Yeah, exactly. she doesn't know why. People don't know why. They've got people trying to fix it. But anyway, and and, and it's weird because she's the mutant who can phase through things, right? Yeah. So well, why can't she just go through that? So so uh, it's it, it's very interesting. She feels a little shut out. But so she pulls this team together with the support of, of Emma Frost, who's always that kind of uh, anti-hero. Mm-hmm. But she pulls together Iceman and Storm and... Uh, uh, Bishop and a couple others. And what they end up doing is traveling around the world and uh, um, helping mutants that are actually being blocked by either local governments or terrorist organizations from going to Krakoa.
0: Wow. So it's almost kind of like a, uh, like rescue operations, so to speak.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's, it's, it it, it, it kind of has that, that, that uh, that issue around nationalism and and Mm -hmm. borders and and all of that uh, that you see. So she, you know, this team's going around and, uh, and liberating, if you will. And, um, and they've got this great big ship that uh, Emma Frost was able to get them. And uh, so while they're pirates, they're, Good guy, (laughs) pirate. Well, and that's like one of those interesting
0: things, because when you hear a name like Marauders, you're absolutely thinking of pillaging and general piracy and all that, you know, the rapscallions going around doing that. So I kind of figured that would be a little more along those lines. But like, I mean, they're still heroes. And these are the people who have been, you know, you know, X-Men for a long time. So it kind of stands to reason that they would be doing something for the good, whichever way they think is good. Exactly. That exactly. Sounds, sounds like a lot of fun with that, and I especially love seeing uh, Kitty Pride in any sort of new iteration, so I really love that. That one's called Marauders? Marauders. Awesome. Thank you so much, Scott. Again, ComicsDungeon.com is where you can get more information on all of those, and if you need some comic book recommendations, do so. Again, just contact them via the website and uh, also all social media. Thank you so much, Scott. Thanks, Rob. Thank you so much. And again, if you want to get some uh, comic book recommendations from Scott, you can do so just by going to comicsdungeon.com, finding them on Facebook, and shooting them a message. Scott is an awesome person and a very good, knowledge, knowledgeable, knowledge yeah, source. Something yeah. Something along with it. He that's knows it. comics. A fountain of knowledge. There we go. Exactly. Uh BJ.
2: Yes. What are some of your comics? Okay, so this is where my rant's going to start because All right, then. Uh, I'm an old school comic book guy. Oh, here we go. I don't mind story arcs, especially if the, if the story arcs crossover. I mean, I know that happens sometimes. Uh, you know, I've been telling you uh, from the last Spider Mans that have been out there. You know, like 30 to 32, basically, or 30, mm-hmm. you know, 30 29 to 31. Uh, it was the carnage. You know, absolute carnage crossover. Yeah. Uh, I don't mind. You know, there's standalone stories. That's kind of cool. Uh, yet I don't know the resolution. of Absolute Carnage. I suppose I could go out and buy those issues. The problem is this. There's now another story arc starting and it's called 2099 is in Trouble and that's in the latest issue of 32. Good story. It's about, uh, you know, it's about Miguel O'Hara who's from the uh, who's a Spider-Man in 2099. Mm-hmm. So he's that future Spider-Man. Good story about what's happening, all that. I la- it, But the trouble is this. It is going to continue in other books.
0: Oh, And
2: I'm like looking Mike Marvel, I will tolerate once in a while that you're going to have some story arcs across Crossover, and I'll either A, go and buy the books, or maybe I'll just go, that's all right. I'll, you know,
0: no problem. Mark. Yeah, you can and, like wiki it or something. But this is
2: the so basically, we've got like a bunch of issues that have fed into one story arc that's go buy it over here. And now here's another one that's going to go buy it over here. And this is what they want you to do. They give you a checklist at the end. They go, so make sure you get Spider Man 33, then get Alpha number one, then get Spider Man 34, Fantastic Four $29.99 9, number one, Conan 29. I mean, it's like, Whoa. It's like, okay. Maybe I don't. <laughs> do I? Do I? How many of these do I have to get in in order to get a resolved storyline? At least they're giving you the checklist. It's order to kind of just figure it out. Yeah, it's just that you know, uh, some of us have a budget, and yes, it's like, well, am I ever going to get a complete story arc in Spider-Man again? Whereas I just buy my Spider Man issues and I will get a story arc <laughs> that will start there and end there. Yeah. That's my sad thing about this that I'm like, I'm, I, again, once in a while, once a year, maybe even twice a year if they do it, but I'm like, this is twice in a row. You've done one and now you're doing this other one. Come mm. on, people. Yeah. Um, it looks like they're going to launch
0: this whole 2099 version of their guys, sort of yeah. like what the Ultimates were. Well, do you remember back in like the 90s? They had the 2099 versions, they had Spider Man 2099. Oh, I didn't realize. So this yeah. is. So this
2: so they're doing this again. Yeah, it looks like it's oh. a, a callback to
0: that and uh, going did they, did back every, to those. Did everybody but Spider? Because they, they, they did. They did Spider Man twenty ninety nine. That I know. And they did a couple of other ones. I don't think they did Fantastic Four. So like we got Conan, that, yeah. the
2: Punisher, Conan, Ghost Rider, Venom, Doom. I mean, wow, Omega. Uh, they're going all out on that. Yeah, and it's like okay. I hope. That I don't have to get all these issues in order to really resolve this storyline. Yeah, so it's just, you know it could be. Guess what? I'm a baby boomer, and maybe I just don't get it. Uh, you know, or you know whatever <laughs> the nice case. Nice that you recognize being. that. Yeah, so it could just be that. And but you know, still a good issue. So that's Spider-Man 32. Uh, what I'm really digging is the miniseries, The Invisible Woman. I know uh, you mentioned that before. Still good. Yeah, it's good. Well, she's you know she's teamed up with Black Widow. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you don't know, Susan Richards was a secret agent back in the day, and they have covered that before. In, in certain issues of the Fantastic Four old school. So I love that they've just made this mini-series about, hey, guess what? She's got to go back and be a secret agent again. And, Which um, I think
1: makes her more badass because you just think, okay, it's a scientist who got superpowers and now has to learn to fight and battle. It makes sense that she was... Yeah, a spy. Mm -hmm. And
2: and, you know uh, Vicky, the cool thing about what they've done with that character is arguably she is the most powerful member of the Fantastic Four. Her force field abilities are ridiculously powerful because she's just learned how to use them in so many different Mm -hmm. ways where uh, she really is uh, quite dangerous. And this is what I will tell you. Uh, Issue 4 shows a very unique way that she's been kidnapped and how they hold her powerless. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody because it is really cool. It's like oh, how would you hold the invisible woman kidnapped. Like, how could you do that?
0: It's kind of like with Magneto uh, in the the movie where it was that giant plastic bin he was basically in. Yeah.
2: So this is a person that can generate force fields anywhere. You really can't do anything at all to basically keep her, you know, trapped.
1: Doesn't she do it by bending light?
2: That's well. Bending light is how she creates the invisibility.
1: Oh, okay, I was gonna say I'm like turning all the lights off.
2: Yeah. Well, the <laughs> the force fields themselves. Uh, well, it's, it's funny. Vicky Vicky's really funny. Vicky's kind of actually. Oh, uh, Vicky, spoiler alert, you, uh, Vicky. Vicky, hey. you actually are closer than you even know.
1: <laughs> hey, I might be a smarty pants, so it's not a spoiler if I'm just might smart.
2: Be. Yeah. So I liked <laughs> it a lot. I love the artwork. The covers, by the way, uh, are just so good. Uh, and um, I think it's is it Alex Ross that's doing the covers? Uh, oh no, the covers oh. by Adam Hughes, which is just. God, they're so good. I mean, it's cool. I love what comic book art has become, yeah. as opposed to the old Zippatone days, which is what I, <laughs> you know. I mean, look, I mean, it's, everybody looks back at those and it's nostalgic. But I'm like, oh, it's so much better now. <laughs>
1: it's like I, I try to reread The Watchmen again, and it's like I can't.
2: You're oh, right. Yeah, the Watchmen's a, a great rough, story, yeah. mm-hmm. but it is the old school artwork. Yeah, yeah. and it's not Dave Gibbons' fault. Uh, no, it's just that the really it's the coloring. Mm-hmm. Is the oh, problem? Oh yeah, yeah. Harsh. Yeah, it's it's it, that's all they had to work with. But mm-hmm. oh, you almost wish they could re. Maybe they. I don't know if they've done it, but they could reissue it. Where Dave Gibbons might get the either a or somebody could do a little like either you know uh, watercolor or any kind of acrylic. Yeah. To those Watchmen. Ooh.
1: I mean, some might call it blasphemous, but if they can have as good of art as they do in uh, like Invisible Woman, like oh my
2: god. Well, and I, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't know if Dave himself is <laughs> capable of doing any other kind of media. You know, you mm-hmm. mean he was just restricted with what had, uh, who knows? And again, a lot of these artists, they will pencil something, an inker comes along and goes over the pencils, and then the colorist comes along. So the artists themselves don't do the whole thing, usually, but nowadays, a lot of these artists are able to do the whole thing, because they have the ability to translate, like watercolor or acrylics or whatever, onto a printed process, so <clears> you get to see... Yeah. So maybe Dave Gibbons will be like, "Yeah, I'll take a stab at it." That'd be interesting. Trouble is, is Alan Moore. You don't know if he's. I mean, if you notice with the new Watchmen, they don't even mention his name. No, they didn't.
0: I kind of laughed about that
2: one. He
1: hates everything. Mm. It's like,
2: thanks, Alan. Thanks for being so predictably
0: English. You know, honestly. (laughs) Oh,
1: it's not that great.
0: Moving on from comic books, let's go to comic book movies. This was an interesting one because I don't know if you are any of you guys are familiar with Bloodshot. I am not. Mm-hmm. I had somebody tweet me about this. It was a Valiant comic, I mostly in the 90s, and they did a lot of, and they've been still doing, kind of pushing the envelope, but it was, th- a lot of the stuff that they did was very, very 90s, <laughs> and super extreme, and Bloodshot was really one of those characters, like one of those assassins who had nanobots, who was able to heal instantly sort of mm-hmm. thing. Okay, I like that. And so now, apparently, 20 years later, they've decided they want to make a movie about this, because everyone's. Making comic book movies. I'm yeah. not going to
1: lie, when I first started watching the trailer, I'm like, is this like another, uh, what was it, pitch plaque?
0: Yeah, right? Yeah. And, and like, it really kind of is along those lines. We've got Vin Diesel. That's the thing, too. Whenever you have Vin Diesel in there, you go, okay, am I, have I seen this before?
1: And that's true with any action movie.
0: And so I have some tempered expectations when it comes to this movie. It's not necessarily one that I've been looking forward to or looking and hoping that they would make. but I'm not going to immediately discount it. Yeah,
2: it could be a good movie.
1: I Mm -hmm. have a feeling it's honestly, and not because he's also in it, but I have the feeling it's going to be like the Fast and the Furious movies in the sense of they're not going to get well-reviewed. People are going to make fun of them, but you're still going to have a good time watching it.
2: I hope you're right about that, Vicki. I really do. Uh, because, you know, look, I love that we have all of these graphic novels that are being translated into great movies, and that's a cool thing. I hope, I really hope it's good because I know that the person that tweeted at me is a big fan of Bloodshot. So, mm-hmm. therefore, you know, you hope that they get it, they get their awesome movie because we've gotten our awesome movies from some of the stuff that we've loved.
0: Exactly. And I mean, that's one of those things. You have to see if it's something that you really are down for cool, good on you. And I hope that it's going to be awesome and what you want. Hopefully it's not going to be like an uh, Fantastic an Air- Four. Yeah, or an Airbender or any of those yeah. ones that yeah. were, they did not translate at Luckily, all.
2: the expectations at least on a mass level mm-hmm. aren't big, except for anybody that knows Bloodshot, but how cool would it be if it's like, hey, this is a real fun movie. Uh, you know, I think of like Sam Raimi's Drag Me to Hell. Nobody expected anything from that horror no. movie, and it's one of the best horror comedy genre yeah. smash-ups ever, and so it could surprise us. I'll be willing to watch it because, I mean, I like the I like the
0: storyline I like what it's about
1: If you guys are a fan Of the comic book Please let Like shoot us a message And tell us what you thought Of the trailer Because I would love To hear from you
0: Exactly Uh, Some other comic book Movie news Uh, Robert Battinson Will be playing Batman Mm -hmm. In the the theaters And it looks like This movie is going to Take us back to the Early years of Batman And this is looking To be a summer 2021 release Uh, We did Uh, get So we we have some time We do have some time We're looking to Hopefully by the end Of this year Or early of next year To start filming I know they
1: already Have Zoe Kravitz
0: Yes Zoe Kravitz Has been announced As Catwoman Okay Which I'm, I'm Pretty cool. With uh, I'll be, it'll be. I think the last thing that I saw her was in like Mad Max Fury Road.
1: oh uh, she was also she was in the first X Men First Class. She was in a oh, couple that's other right. Stuff. Yeah. She was
0: uh, with the, the butterfly shooting or thing,
1: mm-hmm. whatever. Angel, that, what I that. think was her name.
2: <laughs> Not Angel. Uh, Not but, Angel. Yeah, but she had,
0: she had some, a different name. She had a different name. Yeah, but uh, she was in that. So she's been announced as Catwoman. We also obviously have uh, Batman. Yep. Now oh. that they have actually announced via twitter matt reeves the director behind this we have our commissioner gordon i i I don't know this this is news to me i don't know who this is i've been totally off the radar if you will you may be the bat scope (laughs) the bat signal has been put out and has been turned on by none other than jeffrey wright whoa yes bernard from from westworld
2: bernard from westworld he also was i was a Boardwalk Empire? I believe he had a great run in Boardwalk Empire as well. Really? Jeffrey, yeah, Jeffrey Wright's really, really, really good. God, yeah. he's a great actor. He's, he's going to be Commissioner Gordon. He's going to be Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, that's going be get, pretty cool. I could see him... If you will, trying to be the man because I here's what I think of Commissioner Gordon. Even though, um, gosh, I'm Ben Ben something or other who played him in Gotham. Uh, oh. We had the action pack Commissioner Gordon, um, obviously. Yes, I forget Ben Hughes. Is it Ben Hughes? I don't know. No, sorry, Ben.
1: <laughs> it sorry, sounds I, like K, right? Yeah, uh,
2: I forgot. I forgot your name. I'm sorry, Ben. You're a really, really great actor. <laughs> I hope Ben's your first name. Uh, ben, ben McKenzie. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah God, it took McKenzie. me a second there. It's not like a hard name to remember, but I forgot it.
0: <laughs> He's a really good guy.
2: Yeah. So. Ben Ben McKenzie's Commissioner Gordon was definitely action-packed and young and and uh, you know out of control, if you will, it, but still trying to bring yeah. some, some sort of law and order to the
0: chaos. But when Batman comes to the scene, and he's a part of that, even in his early years, he Commissioner Gordon was the commissioner, which means yes. he has some years behind him. A little him. older. Uh, he's not going to be the one that's going out to the forefront, especially that's why they need the Batman.
2: And I like that he, he, I feel like Jeffrey Wright has that sort of gravitas where he can be, if you will, your grounding point in the midst of the insanity that Gotham City will be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Uh, Completely agree with that. Yeah, I like, I, I like the choice a lot. I like Jeffrey, I, I like, boy, he's such, and he's such a good actor. My gosh, he's so good.
1: And before people start messaging in telling us, uh, Zoe Kravitz in X-Men First Class actually did play a character named Angel Salvadori. So Angel was her first name.
0: Oh, so it so wasn't like her well, like moniker, because that's weird mm. because... No, what? she has a moniker. She was... A, yes. they had it they had a name for her I thought but, you but yeah, but her name did, was Angel Her
1: name was Angel. Oh thank you. Yeah uh,
0: because but, Warren Worthington the 3rd started as Angel yep. and as his X-Man name. Yeah yeah.
1: But I think that
2: was yeah. She was like Dragonfly or something I thought. Wasn't she the one that she flew around with her wings and and she could spit fire or something? I mean perfectly honest I have no well, I have no the, I think recollection that was Zoe <laughs> Yeah in the in the comics
1: I remember seeing her and she would vomit like acid. Yeah, that's her. Yikes. Yeah, and she ended up having babies with a, a weird mutant named Beak, and those babies were weird looking. Oh,
2: I think if you remember X Men: First Class, when when Magneto and Professor X go to that club and they see that girl serving drinks wearing hardly anything, all of a sudden she flaps her wings. Yeah, and shows them she's got special abilities. I, I think that's who Zoe was, and yep. then later on she went bad and joined the bad t- the bad people's.
1: Um, and she was also <laughs> in like uh, the Crimes of Griswold. Oh, was she? Beats. oh, I didn't oh, see that one. Oh, really?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I heard that movie wasn't good. Oh. I'm, I'm yeah. Sorry, she, Sorry, Harry Potter
1: fans. The funny thing is, I didn't realize, she actually played Catwoman in a Lego movie, the Batman movie. <laughs> did she? She, <laughs> she, was she was already actually did Catwoman. that? Catwoman, yeah.
2: That's funny. I wonder if that was a big, a big thing for been. her to get the role. Yeah. I mean, that's really wild that she was already a Catwoman. I had no idea. Did
1: you guys see the advice that Halle Berry gave her?
0: Uh, what was that? <laughs> well, don't sh- do not do what I did.
1: <laughs> make sure that whatever costume you're wearing, it's easy to pee in.
0: Oh, basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I blame think, her. I think Christian Bale actually said the exact same thing to Robert Pattinson as well. It's like, yeah, make sure that you can actually use the restroom on these. Otherwise. Yeah, by yourself. Mm-hmm. That was a, the other thing. Yeah, he, that yeah. was what he said. You do, have you know. Have a bat
2: zipper. <laughs> yeah I, Poor Halle Berry I mean I, I That, that I, movie was trash I don't know if I can blame her Because I just I don't think they Well she's gave a her good
1: chance. actress Yeah
0: I don't think they gave her a chance in that movie I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say one thing or another Because we try to keep it positive On this uh, show uh-huh. And I already called it trash Yeah so, <laughs> Well that was, a, that was
2: You were positive about your answer Thank you so you, much You knew positively uh, What you wanted to say
0: And uh, again with this one I'm also Same as Bloodshot I'm costi- uh, cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. About Bat- what we're Batman? gonna see With the Pattinson yeah. Batman Yeah so I I I I think it's going to be good. He's a good actor that guy. I just am hoping that the uh the Waynes don't have to get shot in the an alley another time. Why? Because we've seen it a billion times.
2: Yeah, but the Joker did it so well.
0: <laughs> he did. I'm
1: although I'm still waiting to see Uncle Ben in the Spider-Man universe and I really want Uncle Ben to be Joe Pesci. I'm putting it out there again. Wow.
0: All right, then. Hot take. With Marissa Tomei. (laughs) Okay. That's nice. I like what you're doing there. Oh, that would be funny. Since Vicky's around, well, now it is time for... The Geek Sheet with Vicky B. What's going on, Vicky?
1: Uh, So, a while back, I saw this meme that said something like, uh, I always thought that quicksand would be a bigger problem in my life <laughs> given how many scenarios in cartoons and yeah. movies so it appeared.
0: I know, like, it was I, like an everything. Like, yeah. you're going to die
1: slowly. Uh, but apparently yeah, you're that's not really possible. It was probably the <laughs>
2: cheapest way in in my time growing up, it was the cheapest way to show danger. It's yes. like We're to build tension slowly. Yeah, it is the easiest think, thing to
0: do. I think now that the zombie has replaced quicksand as Thunder. the slow right. inevitable death. Oh
2: yeah, it's by the way, I mean, you know, we it's currently uh, in the flash storyline. Really? Yeah, I'm just like is everything going to be a zombie <laughs> okay? Sure, why not? Okay. Yay. Hey,
1: hey guys,
0: guess what? Zombies are still in?
1: I feel like most <laughs> shows and stuff like have like a zombie kind of deterrence. And if it's a British show, I feel like they always have zombies and or Hitler, like a Hitler thing.
0: In Zombie Hitler. I'm zombie thinking of misfits. Hitler? By the way, Zombie Hitler! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you got for us, Vicky? Yeah, I
1: got the uh, 12 super common movie deaths that are scientifically impossible Ooh, I done like by this. Ranker.
0: Okay. And like Iron Man's
2: death is scientifically impossible because right? they mm-hmm. don't have the science to do what he did in it. <laughs> yes. Okay, so, thanks. Number
1: two actually is getting stuck in quicksand. Um, oh, it can't happen? Well, so although anyone falling into quicksand will sink initially, the density of the sand and water mixture will cause the victim to float. So eventually, the water will settle back down and cause everything with a similar density to a human to slowly make its way back to the surface, stabilize, you know, stabilize really? but stuck. Yeah, The no.
2: whole time you never would die from that? <laughs> no. God, they really you the sound seem- disappointed. This is why my generation's so stupid. Os mean- would be a lot smarter if they didn't teach us the wrong stuff.
1: Like, I mean, you could still, there's a trick I saw, too, if you're in it, you're sp- supposed to like scoot your legs around in right a now, circle right now Vicky's
2: doing like the twist I know
1: picture, what are you doing over picture there Sure, <laughs> almost like the bottom half of making a snow angel okay and just kind of swish swish again, swish Vicky's and now then you doing pull the twist. yourself out <laughs> I swear
2: you're doing the twist you're not doing a snow angel
1: yep <laughs> do the twist again like <laughs> you uh, wow but like if you're actually stuck stuck and can't pull yourself out of that then yeah. you're most likely you know you're gonna die of starvation Oh, oh all right. you're not really gonna sink in it.
2: But you can have all those tasty sand
0: witches. Anyways, did you uh, really? Did you really? I did. You did. Yeah.
1: So, did you guys ever see those movies like where piranhas just feast on you? It's like piranha three Oh 3D yes, you don't want to go in
0: the water
2: with piranhas. That's another thing they told me. Is a what? Are they yeah. lying about that?
1: A little bit. God so, darn it! Apparently, there's a widespread belief that they can strip <laughs> anything in their path to the yes. bone. Oh yeah. But they're fish, so much like any other fish, if they see a big creature, human, you know, including a human, they'll just kind of fall out like... Go away. They're like, no, no, no. This is huge. I don't want to be here. Yeah. You mean the piranhas won't get me? Nope. They'll tend to only attack things that are smaller than them or already dying.
2: What about uh, piranhas and quicksand? What about those piranhas?
1: <laughs> oh, then you're dead. You're I'm just dead. totally dead. Uh, yeah, they're going to make you sink.
2: Yeah. By the way, by the way, Sci-Fi, you're welcome for your next movie. <laughs> quicksand piranhas. Oh, good. Jesus. Uh,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about uh, getting sliced by a sharp wire?
0: Oh, yeah, Getting that was... sliced. Was oh, so uh, it like ghost ship or something like that?
1: Yeah, there's always those where it's just like, zoom, and then you're cut perfectly in half.
0: Yeah. Oh, right.
1: It's usually because of the high-tension wires. Um, so the intended victim, you know, when they speed along in their car or something, they end up decapitated or have yeah. another body part sliced off. Um, so to be fair, industrial-strength wires can cause horrible injuries and even death if they snap and hit someone but any wire thin enough to be used effectively as a razor would not be strong enough to survive the impact so the, it wouldn't like it would hit but it wouldn't really do it so anything.
2: the wire would take a beating before me
1: right and but it, it would still hurt yeah
0: it would still mess you up but yeah. it's not going to do that perfect slice like i get that rep sounds like he's done it uh, i'm not going to confirm nor deny those allegations sir uh,
1: another one is uh, being quickly strangled to death in movies it's like i'm going to hold your throat for 10 seconds, and now you're dead.
0: Yeah. Now, no, it takes a way longer what? time. I mean, um, no, I mean, hey, guys, how's it how's it going?
1: Yeah, it takes many minutes for someone to actually die that way on top of, they're probably going to be struggling the whole time, so it's
0: quite difficult. Most people aren't going to have the arm strength to be able to strangle a person for that long. Now,
2: oh, for crying out loud, see, again, I was afraid of that.
0: If you use implements, it might help a little bit on that end. Like a garot? Use a little bit of uh, leverage. Sure, you might get, the, am I saying, dude? Vicky, what's the next thing on the list? You know, he knows how
2: to kill people and Mm -hmm. piranhas while in quicksand. I don't Mm -hmm. like him no Uh,
1: How about blowing up a car shot by guns?
0: Oh, yeah. That doesn't work.
1: No. It doesn't? No, because gas tanks Uh, and cars are (laughs) 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 specifically made to be as safe as possible. So they have to be able to withstand strong impacts in case the vehicle is involved in a crash. And there's not much oxygen inside the tank. So certainly not enough to cause a rapid fire explosion. Oh. Meanwhile, most bullets are simply not powerful enough to pierce the reinforce gas tank or ignite mm-hmm. the fuel inside. I realized every
2: movie I watched as a child you guys are debunking. I hope you're happy with yourself. You're
1: welcome. I'm mostly content with that. Or how about Death by Gasoline and a Lit Cigarette?
0: <laughs> oh, that doesn't work? Now, uh, here's the thing with that. Yeah, here's... The gasoline itself wouldn't because it's liquid, right? And then the fumes. Those things can still light up.
1: Yeah, so, well, here's the thing. Researchers have used a variety of different methods to see if a cigarette could light a gas... Gasoline but they failed in more than 2,000 attempts. They believe that the liquid either smothers the cigarette or reduces its temperature too much before it can ignite the gas.
0: Oh. Mm. Oh, So like just tossing it and flicking it movie style is not going to do it.
1: No. But that still doesn't give anybody a free pass to smoke at gas stations. Yeah,
0: you still shouldn't do that. But you know what? If I wanted to be
2: cool when I, you know, took my my nemesis and lit him on fire, it doesn't work that way. Uh, no, not
0: necessarily. Oh you my god, you got to do a gosh. whole lot more work to do that. I was
2: gonna shoot his car up and explode the whole thing. Or
1: have you Damn. seen those movies where like you get punched in the nose and they kill you that way? Like boom. Oh yeah, it's yeah like, Well, yeah.
2: supposedly if you like, I was always the if you use like the base of your wrist, your palms. Yeah, and you and aim you upwards. Aim upwards, you're dead. Like your yeah, nose was right. to you go brain. right to the brain. Yeah, that's
1: not true. No, because it's cartilage. There's no pointy bone in there. Oh, like, that's going to pierce your brain.
0: Loud. It's just going to squish. Kung I, fu lied to me. And plus, that's also like the lobotomy area. Like, yeah. you, you it, it'll go with there and it might kind of do something, but it's not going to I kill I mean, them. it's
1: going to hurt, but uh, there is a oh, tiny no. bone at the top of your nose, but it still can't kill you.
0: Okay, fine. Well, There's no way the
1: bone can get to your brain.
0: <laughs> I took how many years of kung fu? Dang <laughs> how, it. How many years of kung fu did you take? None. Oh, but okay. I thought about it for many years. <laughs> yeah. Watch many kung fu movies. <laughs>
1: uh, how about uh, Shattering when Liquid nitrogen freezes your body into ice. Yes, I've seen that, and that's true. Come on, I watch Flash. (laughs) Come on, yeah.
2: Yeah, I don't want to mess with that. Well,
1: it says, while it can be used to shatter objects in real life, like flowers or other small items, it is wildly impractical to kill someone with, with it like they do in the movies. Liquid nitrogen can reduce the temperature of skin very quickly, but it takes a very long time to significantly reduce the internal temperature of a human.
2: Oh, but then how are we going to beat the T eight hundred or four thousand or whatever the heck 1, the new guy is? Right. So, oh the yeah, new, guy. The new one. All right, all
0: I right. I don't even know what that new guy does. He like the, the new one's price, like made out of like nanobots and stuff. I think. I mean, yeah. as long
1: as they're not super warm, it might be easier. Like it's fine. They're not a human. <laughs> oh, interesting. Uh, so it would take a huge uh, amount of liquid uh, nitrogen if you're trying to actually freeze a human, as it would just evaporate upon the contact with the skin in small doses.
2: Yeah, I would then say, "Chill out." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> that's what I would say to him. Oh
0: my goodness,
2: chill out, T. T one thousand and five. Mm. Mm. That's what it's, Davis. Yeah, it's T one thousand five. Okay,
0: um, yeah. I'll
1: give you one more. Okay, there's still more, but yes. Uh, <laughs> how about sinking into lava? You Oops. would
2: just oh that now, you just burn. I feel like lava's really hot. Now yeah. that's got to be but, true. Like, people
1: think it's like you fall in there. Yes, like I mean you can you obviously can die in there, but you yeah. just fall in there and you immediately melt. Like picture putting an ice cube in boiling water. Like boom, and now it's gone. Yes, yeah. that's, that's what I think. That's kind of what we, No, no, oh. It's it has a very high density, so most people are just kind of float on it and stay <sighs> in there, and they'll just kind of burn to death. That that's horrible. They'll that's... burst into flames and die slowly. That is so much worse. Yes, it's, that's wow. what kind of
2: happened to the T one T eight hundred or, or well, Arnold. Arnold yeah. was in that lot. It was like basically molten lava is what mm-hmm. he was in. Yeah, when he took off. Maybe that's why he's alive. Maybe they debunked the science, and
0: it's like I'm back, you idiots. I guess we will have to watch uh, Dark Fate and yeah. see what happens. Don't you know science?
2: <laughs> I was not burnt alive. I oh. floated. Uh. All right. We
0: gotta be done with this um, because I can't handle Beaches
1: <laughs> Arnold anymore. If you guys have anything like that where it's like, you can't really do that, send it to us. We love breeding these things. And Absolutely. until next time, stay nerdy.